Welcome to Keep Showing Up, a podcast about engaging in life and good ways to think in order to create the life of your own design. This week is episode two, Challenge Authority. Have you ever wondered who was in charge? In this episode, we discuss the concept of authority and provide techniques to successfully challenge authority. We provide some helpful thoughts for you to frame the idea of who is in charge of your life and how you decide what's important to you. Let's get started. All right. Hello, everybody. This is episode two of Keep Showing Up, how to show up in life and what to think when you get there. And today we're going to talk about challenging authority, challenging authority, very dangerous, dangerous topic. So we're going to proceed with caution and listen very carefully because we're going to challenge authority here. So who knows what's going to happen? So when we talk about challenge authority, that can take uh, many different ways. What I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about challenging authority is, first of all, where did that authority come from? Second of all, just because they have it, does that make them right? And third is, I'm an intelligent person with a point of view, and it's fair for me to think about it. Now, I've learned in my life that I'm wrong sometimes, a lot, uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't have an opportunity to share my point of view because it's in the sharing and the challenge that we all learn and we all grow. So challenging authority, uh, for me, I've always challenged authority. I'm kind of defiant by nature, so uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So. Who wants to jump in next on challenging authority? Um, I can relate to that for well. Uh, I think you and I are very similar in that way. I'm not sure how, but I have consistently challenged authority from stories I've heard <laughs> pretty much my entire life. From challenging the bedtime <laughs> when I was just a little infant all the way up until challenging any rule that I felt was unfair or unnecessary even to this day so I think it's okay to be challenging authority you have to just be very careful about the way you go about that yes and we'll, we'll talk more about that in a moment Ed mm -hmm. uh, so justice uh, fr from your point of view Talk, talk just what are you thinking about challenging authority so i know for me personally i've always been the reserve type um and the type that will even if i don't agree with something i might not say anything at first i like to kind of challenge authority in a more of a behind the scenes kind of way like i'll do it your way even if i don't agree for a little bit but i'll i'll gather information and I'll, I'll gather you know artillery if you will you know of and, and you know ammunition of why i have a problem with it and i i really like to spend time just thinking kind of thinking it through and i've been that way with even with my parents you know as i touched on you know going back to when i was a kid i've always been the type to why i'm challenging that and but I, i'm not the type to to do it instantly it's kind of a, a process for me yeah uh if I may expand on that a little bit, too, I agree. Mm -hmm. I don't just walk into a situation to go, oh, this is messed up, and I did when I was younger. Um, getting a feel for things, because maybe just because I don't understand immediately why it's done that way and think, well, that's not right. 
that I may not have a full comprehension of the situation and need to take a little time to understand things before I start speaking out on anything. So Val, what's your point of view on challenging authority? There's so many layers to this topic for me. I, on one hand, I've always been an incredibly independent thinker, but I'm also very much a people pleaser and a rule follower. When I was younger, I think I had this view of people in positions of authority that I thought they had something that I didn't. Now that I'm 48 years old, and so I'm the same age as the teachers that I had or the, you know, the people who are in these positions of authority, and I'm like, wait a minute, they're just faking it like the rest of us. (laughs) So who really (laughs) has authority, you know? And then the other layer for me on this one is finding my own authority is and has been a real challenge for me Uh, no pun intended on the challenging authority um so yeah i I don't so i don't know i can't quite relate to you guys or like i i don't know it's hard for me well i think i mean i am a bit of a rule breaker Mm -hmm. but not if the rules make sense I don't know. It's hard for me. This one's a layer upon layer topic for and, me. And that's why we're talking about it. And for me, I've uh, I am less finessing in my challenging. Uh, I speak up a lot sooner. Sometimes that doesn't work. And you know, in those situations where I can't do it that way, maybe I don't need to be there. I don't know. Uh, I have learned to to practice some different ways of speaking up. I have. I've learned to be quiet for a little bit, somewhat in the way of what Justice was talking about. Just, okay, I'll do it your way for now. You're wrong. See, I'm really bad at that, which is funny because I'm more of a rule follower. Yes. So in in this, this whole concept is showing up. So when we show up, we're there. So that's a fundamental part is that you're showing up and you're someplace and something is happening and there's an exchange of ideas and there are goals to be made. Somebody's kind of running that show. And if you're there and you're showing up, like we talked about in the previous episode, if you haven't listened, go back and listen now. We'll wait. Thanks for listening to that. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. It was kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, so it's the showing That's up. you got to be there first. you got to be there first. Okay. And then also, you it's smart to be thinking about how do you fit in in being there. So right now, folks... What are you? I don't know what you're thinking, but let's think about this challenge authority. If you're already somebody who challenges authority, are you showing up in an authentic way and providing massive value? If you are, that's a good platform for that challenge. If you're showing up, but you're really not contributing, you're just there, I think you have an opportunity to add value, to get a, a foothold in challenging. And if you're not showing up, well, you're not challenging anything. So if you see something that you want changed and you're not showing up, your first step is to be there. I know it's hard. Do your best. You can do it. I know you can and you will. If you're already somebody who shows up, are you showing up with value? Are you showing up from a personal selfish point of view? I've done both. I've done both. And I quickly learned that if if I'm trying to get something out of it, it falls apart fast. And my challenging any authority in that is just shut down fast. And that's fair. Mm -hmm. So my point of view is a little bit different is 
If I'm showing up regularly and I'm a smart guy, we're all smart people. You're a smart person who's listening. You've got a point of view. I'm pretty authentic in my voice and pretty consistent in my voice of, hey, I think this is messed up or what you think you're thinking isn't probably working, but you're not thinking it through. Things like that. So I I probably take advantage of some social capital from time to time to express my point of view. And I hope to get a quick change on something, but I also know that sometimes you have to repeat your point of view over and over and over again until somebody gets it. Mm-hmm. One way I heard it, uh, it's like effective parenting training by the is repetition, repetition, repetition. You should repeat it so often that your kids roll your roll their eyes when they see you coming because they know what they're go- you're going to say, mm-hmm. right? That's an effective message from my point of view in expressing your point of view to authority. Mm-hmm. And Val, you make a great point too on what exactly is authority. Mm-hmm. So let's kind of dig into that a little bit on what authority is, so we can talk more about how we can think about it. So, you've, Val, you've already expressed a good point of view on what you think authority is. So, let's go to Ed. You tell me a little bit more about what, is, what does authority mean to you? Give me, a, give me a minute to think about that one. I, I guess I would say authority to me means being the one responsible for the way things are done. And you're the one who's going to take the feedback positive or positively or negatively no matter what i mean it's it's being in charge but it's also being responsible for the people that report to you i guess was my best answer at this moment okay that's fine no that's a good answer we're going to come back to that i want to jump over to justice and i want to connect some things together so justice tell tell us your point on view on what what is authority so to me authority when i think of authority i think of what it should mean so to me, authority should mean that this person who possesses that, you know, has has the knowledge, the skills, um, the experience to do whatever it is they have the authority over. They're able to run their show. Um, so and somebody had touched on it a little bit, but, you know, I think it was Val, you know, touched on it. You know, does that person have often, you know, like authentic, often authentic sorry authentic authority um or is it just the position they're in that somebody handed them so to me authority is it should mean that they have that responsibility um and they can carry it out but doesn't always mean that and again this is a concept that has a lot of layers right absolutely and so uh I have just finished my bachelor's degree in business management just graduated uh, a few days ago and a lot of the things we talked about uh, were communication, and I learned a lot more about authority in several classes. There's legitimate authority, which is the authority that's within a, a position. Mm-hmm. So uh, a police officer has legitimate authority in the sense that position gives him certain power. There are other kinds of power, too, where, you know, uh, expert authority, where you're an expert in your field, and some other things. But it sounds like what we're all talking about here, too, really speaks to that legitimate authority, that that office that has power, that somebody can either reward you or punish you, depending on your behavior and their evaluation of your behavior. When you say it like that, somebody has the power to reward you or punish you based on their point of view, 
I don't, I don't like that concept so much. That's why I like to challenge authority. So, Ed, oh, okay. when you think of authority, you think that they're responsible. Why would you think such a thing? Um, I'm not sure why I think that, because sometimes they're not. <laughs> That's a, I'd have to spend more time thinking about my why I... I perceive it that way. Okay, and that's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't have an immediate answer for that one, actually. Well, and I so. like the way you just asked that question. Um, can you say it? Do you remember exactly how you worded it? Uh, uh, he believes that authority has responsibility. Why would he believe such a thing? Why does he believe that? Yeah, that it just that gives me pause for thought. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. and so, go, go ahead, Justice. Because, oh, I'm sorry. Ahead, yeah, let's yeah, just let's jump in here, and then we'll come back to you, Ed. Uh, this is delivered. So, you know, we all have, we've all had a boss before that they have that authority, but they don't deserve that authority. And the social construct that we have, you know, typically is that a boss is competent. They have reason to have that authority. They've worked their way up to this position or, you know, however they've got there. So I think as, you know, we assume that they have that authority um, and they have, because of that responsibility and everything they have, but it's not always the case. Sometimes, because it's not a perfect world and a perfect system, they shouldn't have that authority. Word. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ed, what were you going to say? My perception of authority and it being them being responsible is because I believe if I when I found myself in um, positions of authority. I expected responsibility for myself. So I think that's why I kind of expect it from other people, even though like um, Justice touched on, they may not have earned that position. We all know situations where people are given positions of authority that aren't necessarily earned, and that's just the reality of life. There are cases when that happens where they are not responsible at all. They're just, they have the title, but they don't have, they don't possess the skills to be in that position of authority the way it should be done. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Val. Oh, I was just, this might be taking this topic in a little bit of a different direction, but what I'm thinking about as I'm listening to you guys um, is, and Justice even said something about the social construct and, you know, that we have the boss and, you know, this, that, and the other. So... When I think of challenging authority, it, challenge doesn't mean defy, you know, it, it, it challenge just means question it, you know. And so I guess what I'm sitting here thinking about is part of challenging authority is we just need to question it. I think that's part of the mindset that helps you question why is that the authority? Why is that the social construct? Sometimes social constructs are the authority that sort of guide and govern the way we behave and so i think sometimes in challenging authority it's it's just we need to ask ourselves why you know just like you asked us the why should they be responsible well they should be responsible because the reason we have people in charge that that, that, you know we have this certain belief set and then we also know that I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to be responsible. So that's our why, but that's not everybody else's why. Is that makes perfect sense? Makes so, sense. so let's tie some things together here because I I know all y'all pretty decently. Uh, I know that one thing that justice values is competence, and I know what Ed values is responsibility. 
and what I know Val values is the education that got you there. So you guys, well, and I value accomp- I, I value results. When we look at authority from our point of view, we're going to have some confirmation bias of does that exist? Because that's the way I see it, and that's what I value. Does that exist in that authority? Mm-hmm. That's just you're human. That's what you're going to do. Maybe that works. Maybe that doesn't. So let's look at that social construct of authority. So I've been watching some stuff by Dr. Jordan Peterson from the University of Toronto. You can check him out on YouTube. Uh, he's challenged authority recently. And what you'll learn from listening to him or discovering his stuff is about dominance hierarchies. And this is really old stuff in our uh, the makeup of humans, is that it's not really competence or responsibility or education. It's just a dominance hierarchy. And the reason that person has that authority is, isn't so much that they've earned it through any objective means it's just they've managed the social norms that fit that social construct in order for them to be in a position of authority that's all right like amy cuddy's they like people who take up more space and people kind of take authority often people kind of take authority often (laughs) right yeah they just do now that's it's not a bad thing it's just the way the human process works so guys gals listening when we're talking about challenging authority, we're not talking about being a jerk face and telling people off and saying you're all doing it wrong and my way is the best. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is when you show up in your places, in your personal and professional places, and you're bringing your value and you're doing your thing, the people who are in authority got there somehow. Your preconceived notions of how they got there probably aren't going to help you in functioning well with that relationship now you might turn out that they absolutely align with your values that happens too i've i mean i'm working for a direct boss who we have aligned our values significantly and she gives me a lot of room to be me because she knows who i am and how i work and it's great because we've aligned our values that's what it comes down to we've aligned because i've challenged it and I respect her enough that I will challenge, and when she says, this is what we're doing, she's heard me, she understands my point of view, I understand her values, I know how she got there, and it's good. Mm-hmm. I've been in other situations where, no, it's not good, it's like, no, you don't know what you're talking about, you just ended up there because you've managed the social norms in order to and belief systems in order to get there, and it's been a little bit more, I don't know, volatile, I guess would be the word. Uh, and frustrating but also I think one thing we all brought up too is knowing when and how to challenge that so now when we look at it in this point of view of social norm social construct and some confirmation bias about how we perceive it what are some things you can tell our listeners to say these are good things to think about when you're thinking about authority or engaged with authority and specifically you want it to change you want to challenge that so while you all think, I'll just go ahead and jump in and get you some time to think on that because see you all thinking, is a good way to think is, number one, is you have a voice. You're a smart person. You're not an idiot. Unless you're an idiot, then don't be an idiot. But pay attention and be prepared. One thing Ed and I learned from our father is be prepared to have an answer. If you can have an answer, that challenge is going to go a lot better. So it's not, I would recommend not just coming from an emotional feeling point of view on it, 
which you can use that to fuel that. That's fine. But have some thought. Have a thought process. Have a reason to say, it's not your authority I'm challenging necessarily. It's just that just because you have authority doesn't make you right. Can I... I just want to build on that for a second. Right that, that was actually where I learned why I value education and the whole challenging authority. Um, my seventh grade English teacher, whenever we would grade our papers in class, you know, like the trade and grade thing, if our answer was wrong, she would read the answer key and, you know, if it's multiple choice, whatever. And um, if I had B, but she said the answer was C, we were allowed to defend our response. And if we could explain why we chose B and it was supported by the text or, you know, it was a valid logical argument, she'd give us the points, you know, we'd get to keep the points. And sometimes she would even add extra points on if we challenged it and presented a really valid argument or showed her something she hadn't seen before. And so then mm. I think that modeled how I was as a teacher too, because I wanted I want students to ask me questions. I don't want them to come in and just take everything I say at face value because I'm the quote authority. Mm-hmm. So anyway, sorry, I just had to build on that. Since no, you no, that's you that, but that's where I learned that was my seventh grade teacher, Miss Freeman. Yes, well, uh, that's great, but that also speaks to your current belief about authority. Yes. Is because Miss Freeman came from an educated open-minded point of view on authority that's kind of what you think authority should be yes i do think authority should be educated and open-minded yes and what it should be and what it is sometimes they're aligned sometimes they're not and you also bring up a good point uh i've just got done being a student for three years and three months so for all you students listening out there if especially an online student if the test you're taking you get back, it's like it's marked wrong, but you know you're right. Send a message to your instructor. Use the text. Reference the text. Tell them why you know it's right. Earn your points. These are machines and people interacting together. They're not perfect. It's another reason to a challenge authority. Everybody's a person. Mm-hmm. We won't dig any deeper into that part right now, but that's a specific example. If you're a student and you think you have the answer right and it's marked wrong, communicate with that instructor mm-hmm. in a respectful way. Very respectful. And that can work out for you. Yes. All right. So. Sorry, I derailed. No, you yes, oh. did not derail us. This is exactly what we wanted to hear. There's somebody listening right now who said, that's it. Ed, you ready? I'm ready. Yes. So and what's a good way to think about authority? Well, my thoughts uh, mirror yours very closely. Um, and I, I attributed a lot of that to the way Dad raised us, not only as a personal level, but in our... Uh, opportunities to work with him in professional situations. If you're going to go challenge something, don't just walk in and say, this is wrong, and not have reasons why to support your viewpoint. If you just walk in and tell your boss you're stupid for doing it this way and have absolutely no uh, examples of how it could be done in a different way that you personally feel is better, they're they're not going to listen to that very closely. They're just going to take it as you're being disrespectful or you just don't have the right attitude. But if you go in there with, this is what I see from my point of view. Here's the reasons why I don't think it's working. Here's some things I, some examples of how I think we could approach this in a better way. Or, you know, and if you have a, a 
a test or a handbook or something, and you can quote exact references on where you're coming up with your point of view, you're going to get a lot further in making progress in changing that situation that you don't agree with. All right, Justice. What's a good way to think about challenging authority when you show up? So on the flip side of, of kind of what's been discussed already, you know, uh, you know, of course, it's, it's great to know your facts, do your homework, figure out exactly why you are challenging that authority, you know, and figuring out why why you think the way you're thinking about it. But I think it's also important to spend some time. It's a you know worthwhile thing to spend some time thinking, why is it this way to begin with? Why, why is this system set up like this? What are the reasons? What, where did that come from? Because obviously somebody, you know, from their perspective thought it should be this way. So I think to really be prepared to challenge that authority effectively, you know, it's worthwhile to do to both sides of it. Think about both ways of, you know, and, and then you're we're prepared to go in and talk about, I understand that why it's been done this way, but... Here's the flip side. Here's why it needs to change. Um, so for me, you uh, touched on it about going into challenging authority in, in an emotionally charged way. That's the way I operate a lot of times, unfortunately, is being more reserved and everything. And as I already said, kind of sitting back for a moment before I do something. Um for me to react a lot of times it has to be kind of emotionally charged so i often find myself thinking about okay why is this upsetting to me and why is this in place the way it is what factors come have come about to make it like this to begin with and i think for me recognizing that a lot of those things are emotionally charged and uh, that I might be reaching out and reacting that way um, really helped me to save myself some embarrassment sometimes too Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great point, yeah. too, about the why is it this way in the first place? And uh, it's not, I, I believe we've had several of those conversations ourselves about why is it this way in the first place? Mm-hmm. And that's a super good way of thinking about it. So I think this is as good as we can do without devolving into a lecture series <laughs> on this concept. I think we covered a lot of good things. No, really, really. I mean... Mm-hmm. So a couple things about this with the showing up part is remember, authority is also a social construct. It's built on social norms. Keep that in mind in your showing up. A good way to think about managing authority is how do I engage with the social norms? By showing up, you're taking your own authority also. There you go, folks. You heard it from Val. That's one piece of showing up. That's how you start managing authority yourself as you show up. You're starting to take some. Mm-hmm. Great point. So then the next step is now that I'm here and I'm working with this authority, I understand it's a social construct. I have some influence here. Influence is different than authority, and we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode, but keep that in mind. And then on the other side of that is when it's time to challenge it, some good ways to think are why is it this way in the first place? If you dig into that, you might just say, oh, this makes sense now that I know why it was this way in the first place. Or you dig into it, and that might be the key around your case. It says it was this way because of reason A, and we don't that doesn't exist anymore. By taking a holistic view of showing up, taking some authority, thinking about your stuff, and then having a respectful conversation, managing your emotions with some emotional intelligence, 
those are great ways to be effective in challenging authority. Mm-hmm. I think all of us here in this conversation have really screwed up challenging authority before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a whole episode with Ed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got stories for for sure. He certainly <laughs> does. And the reason I don't have as many is because <laughs> I'm the younger brother and I witnessed the pain and the suffering and I did not wish to do that myself. So episode two went really well, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, listeners, if uh, you want to share some stuff, get back to us. There will be ways to communicate and share and love to hear from you. And until our next episode, everybody... Be totally cool, man. Totally cool, man. Totally cool. (laughs) See ya. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you were able to get something from this episode that you can implement right away. We'd love to hear from you. Check out the show notes for our contact info. Have a great week and keep showing up.